You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Joining us for our 14th episode of Girly Mags. We're back to celebrating our favorite cover girls this week with 90210 babe Shannon Doherty on the December 1991 issue of Seventeen. We're also going to gab about some embarrassing moments, some period dramas, and juicy tidbits from the teen diary of one of our listeners. We're down one this week. Our co-host Amy is off, but we'll do our best to entertain you in her absence. My name is Dee Mortimer, and to my right... Uh, Lauren Prusky. You may know me as Lauren... Presky, uh, I just want to clarify when Dee said period <laughs> dramas. Yeah. She didn't mean from the 1800s. <laughs> and to my right? It's all that and a bag of chips, y'all. Your freshest and tastiest kosher option, slaughtering your whole podcast with the precision of the shakita. <laughs> Mujadara and rice with a smear off ice. The Iraqi with the old Milwaukee, a.k.a. Saddam Insane. Your boy chick. Young Manischewitz. I thought you changed your name, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Brother your name Mazel- was Brother Muzzle. That was a Puff Daddy joke, and he already changed his name back to Puff Daddy, and that was just a joke. Thank you for mansplaining that. I mansplained your Puff Daddy shit. He happened to be a man, but you actually explained it. I, I, I thought you guys would have gotten that. I didn't think that you would have taken it literally. I guess it went over my head. We did the podcast. I think we were like all got together on the Sunday and the Friday. That's when Pup Daddy changed. There's the other no things going on in the world, Rowie, that Pup Daddy is not taking the guys, front seat. You guys aren't all subscribed to Puff News? No, but then I thought, but then I thought, okay, I'll give you guys a pass because, you know, there are a lot of like newsworthy things happening. But also, I would say P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. He's like he's like a guy from back in the girly. He's very girly mags relevant. I think we need to keep tabs on this. Oh, my God. Nobody cares. We're going to have a <laughs> mansplaining moment right now. Wow. <laughs> my name is James Holler, a.k.a. Marilyn Mansplain. And I just want to wish you all, since no one's mentioned it, a Merry Christmas. And just a Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's not true. That's uh, not true. Hanukkah, whatever you Best of us want. for the rest of us. A white Christmas. Happy holidays. Oh. My name is Andrea Johns, and I'm here in the holiday spirit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm very happy to be here, and I'm very excited to start. Let's go back to 1991. <laughs> Ooh. Did you guys know that I say season's greetings to Andrea every day of the year? He does. I literally just say season's greetings. Well, at any given moment, you're in the middle of a season. A season, that's why I do it. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's the weirdest term, season's greetings. What the fuck does that mean? They're coming for you. You know the what the, it's time of the season for? 1991. And this is my woke moment, all right? 1991. The average cost of a home just in Toronto was $234,000. The pr- average cost of a house in 2017 now, $746,000. If a person in 1991 wanted to buy a $746,000 house with inflation, that number would be one million a hundred and seventy-six thousand eight hundred and sixty-three dollars and fifty-five cents. I'm so bored right <laughs> now. <laughs> what is so this fucking, fucking grandpa mag? I think James made a bet with <laughs> the grandpa mag. James made a bet with someone that he could just 
make sure everyone turned off our podcast oh. in the first five minutes <laughs> of recording. Do you even know who listens to us? No, like, it's real estate. Real estate agents do not it listen makes to you our podcast. Angry. No, yeah. an average house with inflation was three hundred sixty-nine. Take this to your <gasps> therapist. Fine, not the it. podcast. It. Do Hogan. pop culture shit. Here's what happened in nineteen ninety-one of December. <laughs> <laughs> On December third, Hulk Hogan defeats the Undertaker. <laughs> to be the fourth time WWF champion at this Tuesday in Texas pay-per-view. Undertaker was my favorite wrestler. Really? Yeah, I was really into him. Uh, Hulk Hogan had a sex tape in which afterwards, <laughs> after he had sex with a lady, he was like, why do you eat those burgers? I feel like a fat pig. <laughs> Hulk- which I relate to so much. December 9th, the second annual Billboard Music Awards happened. Garth Brooks and CNC Music Factory won five awards each. The top album was Mariah Carey by Mariah Carey. And the top song, Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams. Oh, Canadian up there. That was from the, 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 the... It took me so long Robin to realize Hood. that you're actually <laughs> trying to sing this song and not like have do something like, clear your throat. Get <laughs> a poppy seed like in the back. The of your last throat. episode, James was singing at one point, and I was like, I, th- I actually thought he was dying and asking for help, and that we were ignoring him. <laughs> He's got a Tom Waitsy vibe kind of to him. Hipster On Cookie December Monster. Twelve, actor Richard Gere <laughs> went supermodel Cindy Crawford. <laughs> I was 25 in Las Vegas. <laughs> you literally sound exactly like him. Uh, on December 12th, actor Richard Gere wed supermodel Cindy Crawford, who was 25. He was 42 in Las Vegas. And gay. Cindy Crawford. Hamster. Admits, he, she admits it was a large age gap that led them to get divorced. Did oh, she, yeah, it wasn't because he's gay. I love that he's never escaping that rumor. <laughs> it's it's never, like, never. You know what else isn't escaping? That gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Gere fact, he endorsed Hillary Clinton for president and donated $2,700 to her campaign. That's it? $2,700? Wow, I wouldn't have thought Richard Gere was a tight ass. Okay. On December 13th. Both Koreas signed an accord for reconciliation, and after that, everything was fine. <laughs> Fake news. Uh, on December 20th, Father of the Bride came out. With <laughs> Diane Keaton and Martin Short, and I don't know. Steve Martin as well. Steve I like that Martin. movie. Oh, that was like a good too. movie. I like I that, movie. that movie. That movie is vintage Steve Martin. Yeah, oh, that's so good. good. Prince of Tides and Fried Green Tomatoes also came out. <laughs> I loved fried uh, fried green tomatoes. You got some factoids? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was 11. Uh, I was getting my period in six months. I didn't know at the time, of course. <laughs> you had it in your you had it in your schedule. Were you alert to like the just like the fact that you would one day be getting it? Were people around you talking about it and preparing you for it, or were you just like sex ed just in class? It? I don't know. I think everything just happened to me and still does <laughs> without me knowing what's going on, and so, it's always a mystery. So many yeah. eggs have come and gone since then. Yeah, I've got two left, <laughs> <laughs> bouncing between my ovaries like a pong game. <laughs> You had two left in our first episode. It's probably well, I've been one. holding on real tight. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's getting out today.
You've got mail. And we're back with a reader's mail. Uh, This is Casey who sent us her teen diary from 1992. So she wrote this entry on September the 9th. Why can't I keep my mind off of him? I'm shaking and nervous just thinking about him. It's so stupid. It's such a dumb crush and I've either got to do something about it or calm down. When he looked at me like that as he dropped me off yesterday, I thought that he liked me, but I can never tell. He might have just been waiting for me to go away. If he drives me home today, it will be a week of him doing that. And then I feel like I hold some important spot in his life. He's your Uber driver, baby. (laughs) I would wait till Monday, personally. (laughs) And I try and fool myself saying it's just the fact that I don't have to ride the bus. (laughs) I love being in his little Jeep feeling like I belong in the passenger seat. This is a good rap. Keep going. Wrap it. Sliding into it as comfortably as if it were my own car. Maybe he'll begin to think of me as a permanent fixture too. He has to like me. He must. Why else would he drive me places and wait at my locker? Sure, friendships are great. But if that's what this turns out to be, I can live with it. But right now, I want to be the most special person in his life. Walk down the halls holding his hand and have him run up to surprise me with a kiss to be not only his girlfriend, but his soulmate and really deserve those rides home. (laughs) (laughs) He had a Jeep, though, guys. (laughs) Was it a Jeep like YJ that had the open? That's fun as shit. I'd just like to say nobody ever needs to do anything to deserve a ride home. Okay, guys. (laughs) The next day, she wrote, how can he be so skinny and look so P-H-A-T, fat indeed? Wow. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that with us, Casey. That was a cringeworthy but amazing look into a teenager. It, it, it reminds me very much of like Angela Chase. Like, Oh, yeah. Re- yeah. Why does he look at me? For, wait at my locker. Yeah. Does he love me? But, bro, he drives you home every day <laughs> in his Jeep? I dated a guy with a Jeep, too. And it was... He chewed tobacco and his car always smelled like chewing tobacco. And he was, was he your cup. grandpa? Was it, was it, <laughs> he he picks you up for Was school? it like a Jeep Grand Cherokee or was it like the Jeep with an open, open Jeep? Oh, I would suck a dick to ride in a Jeep like that. That sounds like <laughs> wow. so much fun. Pause. <laughs> I remember how awesome it was to get a ride home and not have to take the bus. So, like, Yeah, that's yeah, a big no, deal in high school. Did you guys ever <laughs> keep any teen? Like, I feel like guys never had diaries. They'd have like notebooks. And they'd write songs. Doogie Howser had a diary. I had a diary. I had a diary. I super dark. Them. I tried to have a diary, but I was really lazy. I realized I was just talking to myself. <laughs> oh, it was so it was a great place for venting. I, yeah. And when they started like online diary, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like people can read it. Like the first blogs in the early, I don't know. Also, I think it was like you know when, when you when you were young and you had that like you had this like book that you wrote in and then you hit it and it was this one little thing that you knew about and no one else could read it and that's why you know like and it was just a nice thing to have. I don't know. I accidentally left my stoner Bible in school and I had my name inscribed in it and then my principal found it and he fucking sent me to drug counseling. As one does, a, you need to describe what a stoner Bible is because we're not all innately familiar with the term stoner Bible. <laughs> yeah. It was a little book I made with my friends with mostly pictures of high times cutouts and glow-in-the-dark weed stickers. It's like something to do when you're high. Exactly. You just and like write journal. It. You basically journal. It's I like feel a like journals. it's something to do when you're not high, but you're remembering what, how awesome it was to be high. My brother and I used to come home like high a lot, and then we would go into the backyard, and my parents would be there, and we'd be like, oh, fuck, they totally know we're high. And then my parents were like, oh, fuck, they totally know we're high. <laughs> <laughs> So 
we're uh, the Girly Megs crew is moving on to period problems. My absolutely favorite topic in the <laughs> whole fucking world. Lauren handed this section to me immediately. <laughs> D, you're doing this one. I assigned it to you. You're all right with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 14 and got my period over a year ago, starting last month. On the first day of my period, I experienced extreme pain in my abdomen. This month, the same thing happened. I'm dreading going through this again. What's wrong with me? Oh, you poor little D, lamb. I think I'll <laughs> take this one. As much as you enjoy this, I like to... I think I know a lot about women's bodily cycles. Oh, God. And I will mansplain this to you. I can't believe you cut me off. Well... You can't? <laughs> yeah, really. That's like waking up in the morning and be like, I cannot believe this. Marilyn Mansplain is an expert on women's body issues issues and their menstruation cycles and i think what happened was you have ingested an alien <laughs> into your body and it is poking ready to poke out through your abdomen it does feel like that it does feel like that's that. literally the that is the photo I, fo- I post a photo every month when i have bad cramps of like ellen ripley from alien getting <laughs> an alien right in her face and then i just like hold it up when people come by and it's like this is what i'm going through right now <laughs> my first reaction was to be like dude, you have to know what cramps are. But then I was just like, well, you know what? That's a really special fucking pain. And if you feel it for the first time, you feel like you're fucking dying. Yeah, I think it's hard to explain to men, but I imagine it's the feeling that you get. Imagine if you have diarrhea cramps, but you're also getting kicked in the balls. It's getting kicked in the balls is the deep stomach. It's the yeah. deep stomach, deep, deep alien cramps. Where Gets you're just your like, back. You just, yeah, it's everywhere. This just rarely twisting. happens to adults, but blue balls is really, like, uh, people lie about, like, oh, I might get blue balls. It happens really rarely. It happens when you happens dry hump. Happens to Rowie all the time, for, I think. <laughs> you have blue balls right now. You have <laughs> to dry hump for, like, an hour and a half. Like, it's literally guys like, I might get blue. I would team. love to dry hump for an hour and a half. Life. What yeah. kind of lucky girl gets that life? <laughs> not me. Just <laughs> don't let her. <laughs> Please so do not let a teenage boy tell you about blue balls because you I don't fuck to... teenage boys for the <laughs> record anymore. He's talking to our <laughs> listeners. I'm talking to our <laughs> listeners. Oh. Blue balls happens really rarely, but it is a thing. If you dry hump for a million hours and it hurts like a like a deep pain in your deep stomach it really and you can't get rid of it go masturbate it feels like you have to fart like you're farting but you can't fart oh. i interesting i used to be on i used to get them really really bad and i actually had to be <laughs> yes blue balls james <laughs> Um, no, I used to get really bad cramps. I've, I've have a history of prescriptions for Tylenol three for them. Cause I would black out at high school. And if oh, you no. want any, they're expired, but she will sell them to you <laughs> under the table. I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're very safe. They're, I have a, I have, they haven't expired yet to so. know. That's actually a really good racket though. And I'm not trying to diminish your condition at all, but You're like, you've got about a bunch. Drug dealing. Yeah. Cause you seriously, you've got a bunch of Tylenol threes plus a fucking awesome excuse to just get out of class whenever you want. Is there such a thing as blue Oves. <laughs> yeah, that's cramps. If you dry hump for a long time, does it get? No, that is not. Right? You yeah. can get you can get cramps so bad that you actually start to panic. Like I actually, oh, yeah. I, I've, I've never had I that. Freak if they're really bad. Like I actually enter this place where I can't even cry. I just panic. I'm like, I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna hit my head off the fucking table and go into a coma, and no one's gonna know because I live by myself. Oh, that's my <laughs> but that's how bad they get. How, how are you gonna? Well, who's gonna take care of you if you hurt yourself? Life that's my mom. Prices are expensive as shit. Still, I thought they were like, you know, you'd be able to get them easy, but they're expensive. What? Life alert bracelets. They're still like oh. so expensive. You life alert bracelets. Like How old are you? Where are you hanging out that you need a fucking life a alert bracelet? Grandpa, Ag. Live alone. I'm just concerned for you. And the 
It's a monthly subscription fee. If you fall down by yourself, are you working for Life Alert? (laughs) (laughs) James is afraid when I go on vacation in two weeks that he's going to be here by himself. Yeah, you're going to come back and the cats are going to eat my face. James is going to call. He's going to abuse his Life Alert privileges. He's going to call the Life Alert people and be like, "I'm lonely." (laughs) That is literally the reason why I cannot give my dad Life Alert. No, he's just going to like. What are you doing? Like, what's your emergency? I want somebody to talk to. I've got blue balls. When he does that, he has bus drivers and cashiers to bother. <laughs> so I had a say anything moment. I was on my period last week and I got pretty drunk at this fun party at the president's estate for school. And then I came home and James and I were making out. And then All I was right, like, let's keep let's have James sex. out of this. Let's keep it anonymous. <laughs> I had anonymous sex. And uh, <laughs> James, some guy from the bus station. Continue. Oh, and so um, I had sex and then I immediately after was like, oh, my God, did I take my tampon out? And then I was like, I'm not sure if I did. And then I messaged girly mags, a.k.a. the ask anything chat. And I was like, I'm not sure if I took my tampon out. How can I check? And D was like, go up in there. Feel around. Bear down. Bear down. And I was like, OK, so I did it. I squatted. I went up there and I was like, I'm not sure if this is my G spot or the string. I can't tell. And I pulled on it and I was like, maybe I should stop doing that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what this is. And, then, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the doctor. And I felt too embarrassed to tell my doc that I was having sex, even though I should have. So I just was like, Oh, it was the middle of the night. And, um, I think I accidentally put another tampon up there and I think it pushed it up. And yeah, um, I'm really sorry, but I think I need and to he was like, that. never apologize to what? a gynecologist. I, he's not a never. gynecologist. He's Ooh. just my family doctor. And then, <laughs> Still, he's a doctor. Don't ever apologize for seeking health care. And then the doctor Agreed. is like, why is this other tampon pushed all the way up into your lungs? <laughs> oh my god, they had to get at it through her mouth. It's that guy at the bus station <laughs> must have been huge. <laughs> and so he's like, okay, I'll be back with a female nurse, which makes me feel comfortable. That's great. And he pulls the whole total, the, the kit, like to do the pop smear. And he's up there with the forceps. And I'm like, He's like, I think I see something. And then he was like, nurse, pass me a towel. Because I was still oh my on my God. period. Pass me. No, he was sweating. It was to dab his forehead. <laughs> it was a lot of, it was really detailed surgery. The most disturbing point was that he came in wearing like one of those miner's helmets with the lights on the front. <laughs> nurse, pass me a towel. <laughs> and then he's like, wait, I think I see something, but I'm going to have to put my hand up there to get it. Are you okay with that? And I was like, just get it out of me. I don't want to get no sepsis. Shit, right. And then he's like, and he's like feeling what is around. That? That That's the noise it makes. <laughs> what is that noise? Her vagina is very sandy. <laughs> is that your voice? Is that your sound effect for getting finger banged by your doctor? Yes. <laughs> 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 sounds like you got finger banged by the ocean. <laughs> so, anyways, he he goes up there, and then he's like, "Oh, I feel it," and it just went like thunk. And like, thunk! How big was this? <laughs> it was a super, 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 super tampon. Yeah, uh, so it absorbed a lot of blood by that point. So it thunk, swelled. Thunk! It swelled like the Grinch's heart to like eight times its <laughs> oh size. God. So, anyways, he got my tampon out. And if you ever are not sure if you have a tampon stuck up there, if you, if you're whatever, uh, this was thanks to D. She messaged me privately. It was yeah. like, if you're, sh- if you're not sure, I was like, I'm really embarrassed. She was like, no, seriously, go to the doctor and get it pulled out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And, and the did. doc says, I got good news and bad news. The good news is I got the tampon out. The bad news is I lost my watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, people who are, you know, any of our listeners, people who have periods, um, 
if you if you feel like there's any chance you've forgotten a tampon it happens just, more often than you think it happens all the time that your doctor has seen everything you should never apologize for seeking medical help or health from like a health uh, practitioner go get it checked out they'll take it out it's literally it's it's so common um and i like i've done it I went in, they checked it out. It was very much like, it's like I went in for a cold and it's like, they're just like, okay, let's get you up in the stirrups and they just take it out and it's not a thing. That's what they do at your doctor if you have a cold? (laughs) 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 Uh, And it's a great excuse to get finger bangs. (laughs) How deep do you guys think the average vagina is? A foot. (laughs) Um, Five inches. That is literally. Are you kidding me? I'm not talking about the cervix. The Roy's vagina. counting with his fingers but right now. But how can that be five I have inches? Two things. I'm gonna go with five inches. So D says twelve inches. <laughs> You're making it sound. Andrea says five inches. <laughs> Andrea, there's no way it's five inches. Talk. I am dating her. All right. There's no way she can say five inches. <laughs> because your dick is only three, and you keep hitting her cervix. Exactly. Okay. So go on. What's your answer, James? I don't know. I mean, based on personal experience, a foot and a half. <laughs> Okay, two things. What comes to mind right away is just the the Bee Gees song, How Deep Is Your Love? And Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking of doing a whole weird out. Do you guys want to sing with me? (laughs) How Deep Is Your Vag? Sung to the tune of How How Deep Is Your Vag? Awesome. I got you guys to do it. That's great. (laughs) The second thing is about I just love what I... James! (laughs) I'm singing the backup. Don't worry. (laughs) The thing that I really, really like about this question, and it has nothing to just not really a precise answer anything but i love seeing giant vagina giant vagina giant vagina giant vagina okay so i think based on the responses that roey probably wins because the average vagina is three to four inches long but fear not if your guy is hung like a horse the vagina can expand by 200 percent when sexually aroused kind of like a balloon so 200 percent let's do some math here <laughs> no more is numbers anything like twenty well, thousand leads under the sea <laughs> <laughs> and uh another interesting vagina fact the va- i don't know the by the way this is from psychology today i don't know why they're <laughs> a- a- saying this but the vagina doesn't connect to the lung <laughs> what <laughs> do we need psychology today to tell us this while the vagina can't expand it's not an open conduit to the abdominal cavity while microscopic sperm can swim through a tiny hole in the cervix a tampon simply won't fit so if you lose something in there andrea don't worry <laughs> reach all the way in and pull it out but do not i repeat do not andrea listen go hunting for whatever you've lost with a pair of pliers <laughs> Think of your vagina as being like a sock. If you lose a banana in a sock, it stays in the sock. <laughs> so wait a second. If, if you lose it in your lung, you don't go through the vagina. They're not connected. One thing is, though, I have seen this a couple times, is I've seen people smoke J's in their vagina. A couple or a times? Cigarette. But it's not connected to the lungs. So is that kind of like a healthier way to smoke? Check the vibe. This podcast is brought to you by Bugs, the app for decluttering your life and finding stuff you love. I just got a pail of fucking gefilte fish in exchange for a tray of luxion kugel. And uh, by trading today and visiting Bugs.com, you can get the app also. 
for your phone and you're just gonna have a fucking great time you may get a bunch of shit that you never really expected to get or you could stock your house for you know Arab Yontef Introduction music that's going to get us started on the next segment about relating. When you're growing up, you sometimes go through things and you feel feelings that make you feel weird and you don't know where to turn. Sometimes the only place you can turn is Seventeen magazine when you're attracted to your cousin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My cousin Matt lives two houses away from me and we've always been very close. All my friends have said that he's cute, but I never thought so. Until now. Lately, though, whenever he looks at me or talks to me, I blush and I get embarrassed. I even feel like I have to look great all the time to see him. The other night, he took this girl out, and I was really jealous. Matt is beginning to notice that I'm acting differently. He keeps asking me what's the matter, but I know I can't tell him. I know it's wrong to feel this way about my cousin. We barely even talk anymore. What should I do? Girl, Great. I have a feeling that like she might be, he might be an older cousin, and she might be young. So all her kids in her school are like all nervous, little, little fucking like grade eight nerds, and her cousin's like sixteen year old cousin sex god, and he's like, "Oh, what's up, babe? I was just like drying my." Yeah, pubes. he could be like a Luke Perry drying yeah, his. Just, pubes. I was just drying my pubes. <laughs> oh How my you doing, cuz? He could be like the hot brother in Stranger Things, the older. That's exactly who I was imagining. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, I I think when you're that age and you're like going through weird hormonal shit, if you don't have a lot of experience with. uh, With law. (laughs) With the what's with what's legally (laughs) allowed and what's not. (laughs) Well, I think and I also think if you have like literally all of your friends projecting their crushes onto you, it's very like maybe easy to like absorb that or something. I don't know. Maybe the jealousy comes from I think some girls even have that jealousy complex with an older brother if they're like, well, I'm like their sister and we're best friends. And then like a bunch of girls like him. It's sort of like, I don't know, maybe you're just cross. Me and my cousin used to wrestle. No, but D, you made a good point. Subjective babeness is such a thing in high school. Like, there were so many girls in high school that, like, if I look back, I'm like, man, that girl was really attractive, you know? And, like, they're even they're still attractive to this day, you know? But it's just selective babeness. It's a totally separate concept. Like, because although which, if a lot of people like them, be, yeah, it, could, it makes it their attractiveness more. Persuading her on top of the fact that she doesn't really have access to a lot of boys. She hasn't really, like, had experience with just the opposite sex. So here's, like, some guy that comes in. He's really nice to her. He's All of her casual because like, he's oh, her cousin. he's so cute. And she feels a connect, albeit maybe she shouldn't really be feeling like, like, a, uh, like a sexual connection, but she feels some sort of really connection to this person because it's a familial connection, right? So there's all sorts of weird hormones mixed into that. You got a recipe right there. I love the fact that Dee was really uncomfortable with this subject of being attracted to cousins, and yet like shoving a dildo into a pee hole is like, fine. <laughs> this is her breaking point is being attracted <laughs> to someone who's vaguely related It's so true. <laughs> Oh, I love that we found your limit. <laughs> yeah, my limit is cousin fucking. <laughs> what, well, what was the advice that they gave? The advice is actually really good, and it's along the lines of what Rowie said, and that here's what could be going on. Boys, 
Even those who haven't just been kicking around as friends are becoming people you notice physically and who you sense notice you. So even though he's a relative, he's still a boy. And then they go on to say that the problem is that your crush can't go anywhere with Matt. At least not Don't with tell that. her that. At least not without bringing you both, not to mention your families, a lot of pain and confusion. Acting on it could make you feel guilty or upset. And probably petrified that people would find out and then wait it out and then you can pursue other people freely. What if she's a member of a royal family? Because their whole shit is marrying cousins. That's like Every different. royal family in the world did not to dilute their shit except for now when Prince Harry is marrying some random girl who is an actress from America. <coughs> Meghan Markle. And a woman, oh, she's and, Canadian, and a woman she? of color. No. But we were like we were just kind of thinking about this too. Like incest right now is big too. Speaking of the royal family, it's all like the Game of Thrones and shit. It's like one day uh, I don't even know how this happened. I'm telling you, I'm a regular Pornhub checker. I know we've all like same Z's. This, this is really happening yeah. in our world today. Whereas like yesterday, it was like. Big boobs, big dicks, and like the next day, it's like big dicks. Fuck your mother and your sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm like Donald Trump. I am a incest porn truther. Show us the birth certificate. Oh my Show god! Show us you're actually related. <laughs> Well, you'd be surprised, but there's a lot of people in history that have married their cousins. Um, clearly, obviously, the royal family. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, the previous what? mayor of New York, married Whoa. his cousin. Um, Saddam Hussein. Charles, Shout out to Iraq! Charles Darwin, oddly enough. Uh, the story <laughs> there is it's apparently he married his second cousin. They thought it was the third cousin, and then it turned out that it, it was the second or something. <laughs> hey, second he's still cousin with is fine. It's no, smart. it's not. I think it's still pretty related. If you have never met before and you're like, oh, I found out you're my second cousin. Like, if you're from, if Iceland, you're from Iceland, actually has an app. That you can, da- when you meet someone, you because ha- they're so <laughs> closely related, that, yes. that you can look up if this person's related to you. So. I can't believe there's an app for that. Although it's probably really smart. <laughs> there's an app for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that man. is like so opposite diversity. It's ridiculous, eh? Uh, then we got uh, Jerry Lee Lewis uh, clearly married his 13-year-old yeah. first cousin. Oof. By the way... Uh. Dennis Quaid is very attractive. <laughs> That's a double whammy, though. He is attractive. Yeah, it was a double duty. Cousin. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, and then uh, Einstein and, of course. I was going to say, Albert uh, Einstein married his first cousin yeah, first after cousin. his wife died. Yeah. They were together a lot of, there's a lot of achievers in here. There's a lot of smart people. <laughs> this isn't just dumb motherfuckers. No, they're very, very smart there. people. Maybe we should fuck our cousins. <laughs> Yeah, and Kevin Bacon married Kevin S- Kira Sedgwick, his wife, uh, ninth cousin once removed, which they found out from Ancestry.org, which I think <laughs> is really just a push to use that website. <laughs> Even like six degrees of Kevin Bacon Anyone? is like, your wife is related to you. <laughs> Anyone been attracted to their cousin? I will go first. In grade <laughs> six, I met my cousin for the first time. What kind of cousin she was She was it? from down south, which is already red flag. But no, she was just a really cool... Was, was she your first cousin, your second first cousin? First cousin. But she was just a really cool punk rocker. And like she, she like we had a lot of fun that weekend. I wasn't a tractor, but it was like... She was the first like person I met that was like into punk. And we had a really fun time for a week. And I wasn't like necessarily attracted to her. I think you were attracted to her exuberance of life. Like when sometimes you meet well, people. Well, she was also a cool girl who would talk to me. That, but I'm saying is like people like they inspire you to be a certain way or you're attracted to the way that thing is. So you become attracted to them. Yeah. So your cousin Matt might be really cool, but it doesn't mean you want him to poke you. <laughs> uh, I was I was attracted to my cousin through marriage. That uh, doesn't count. You guys and are I was at all. attracted to him, and then our cousins got married, and then I had to be unattracted to him. Because then it would have been too cousiny. You're not related yeah. at 
oh, that's fine. Actually, my best friend growing up, her parents were step siblings, and their parents were step siblings. It was a very weird, like clueless. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so that's fine it was, too. They're it was very clueless. Blood. I was never attracted to any. Like, I, I have one first cousin, and then are I are you have... saying all your cousins are ugly? Live on girly mags. I'm saying I'm not attracted to them. <laughs> not a cousin I'd like to fuck. Is I'm what not. She's att- I'm not attracted to Ethan Hawke, but I can still acknowledge that he's like, he's my cousin, a good looking. Person. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wait, my god! My one... cousins used to wear latex, Beavis and Butt head masks, and chase me around and like. Beat me up. Oh I think it's going so in a much. totally Wait different Wait a second. Direction. Your cousin used to wear latex? That <laughs> is my favorite uh, family Can't porn right now like Pornhub. <laughs> Pornhub is like a fucking landmine of like incest shit, though. It Show is. me it the me. birth certificates. That is why. <laughs> Show me the birth certificates. That is why I go to Pornhub and then I click right on the gay stuff <laughs> and I go right to the gay because then all I can see is twinks, <laughs> twinks and bears. None of Wait, those guys are related. <laughs> has this not infected the gay community? Is it not like I'm not as my brothers? Brother. There's no twink brothers. There's no, <laughs> no, there's no it's twinkies. Not, no. I will never, I will never judge or shame anybody with regards to what they watch. Just porn. I will. I won't judge it. Whatever. Do what you want to do. As long as you're not like. As long as it's doing anything illegal. Yeah. As long as it's not illegal or whatever. But like, it's the incest shit is very straight. So I guess the reality is here. What Girly Mags is saying is it's okay for you to want to fuck your cousin, but just go on Pornhub and watch some cousin fucking porn <laughs> instead of fucking your cousin Matt. So if I'm going to hell, I'm going there playing the piano. <laughs> So, she's definitely the harder Walsh twin. She's everybody's favorite star of Beverly Hills 90210. She's claiming she's just a normal 20-year-old girl. Call me suspicious, but I had to find out exactly what she's really like. She's Shannon Doherty, and she sucks at Dancing with the Stars. I just have to say (laughs) that. She was the first one, because Beverly Hills 90210 cats are famous for being really good at Dancing with the Stars. She got knocked out in the first round. She causes all types of- I didn't take you for such a Dancing with the Stars (laughs) fan, and you know a lot about- did much better. No, but I'm not a a Dancing with the Stars fan at all. Like That shit's trash to me, but I'm just saying, when you talk about Beverly Hills 90210, it's synonymous with achievements in Dancing with the Stars. I can't believe you said she's easily the hotter Walsh twin. It's like, well, Brandon is like- No, I think she's much hotter. Much hotter. hotter. She's way hotter. Wait a minute. How is Brian Austin Green, a.k.a. David, not on Dancing with the Stars? He was the best dancer on the because show. Because he's the a producer. He is? He's a producer? I just mean in my heart. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, but he can actually dance. Like, exactly. He is thing. such a good dancer. Like, that dancing, that aggressive, like, I guess people mostly... It's very like with Bobby Brown. People mostly associate with Bobby Brown or MC Hammer now, that kind of aggressive, which is coming back in a big way. Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. I am so good at that, by the way, when I was younger and had more stamina. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I had a big crush on David Silver when I was younger because he was probably closer in age. Like, all the guys on the show seemed like dads to me, especially Dylan, <laughs> whereas Brian Austin Green was a little more... I, I was going to say, I think Brenda Chandradi uh, was the most attractive character on that show. I thought she was beautiful, and she was even hotter to me because she was an iconic bad girl. Well, when Val came in, she replaced her as the bad girl from Buffalo. There was a there was a 902 and 0 bit in season five where Steve is like, is she cool? 
And then he's like, well, she's from Buffalo. And he was like, oh. How cool could she be? She's from Buffalo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Buffalo 716. Hot wings. Did you know that Jenny Garth admitted that her and Shannon Doherty often wanted to claw each other's eyes out? And at one point, it escalated into physical violence. Yeah, they got into a fist right fight. Right here, right here in her write-up. The, one of the first things she says was she stresses the cast members work well together. But she doesn't go so far to say they're all good friends. I think everyone on the show has his or her problems, she says cautiously. I said I got along with everyone on the set. I'd be lying. Our relationships are created by our writers' imaginations, not by real life. Yeah, she's a real human being to say that. I want you to know that I hate these people's guts. How happy, though, do you think Jenny Garth was when she got semifinals? Jenny Garth is like the Tanya Harding (laughs) and (laughs) Shannon Doherty is Nancy Kerrigan. It's weird because there was that that was that salt and pepper song, but like I ain't no nine oh two one oh type of that was. I remember but that. No one was a hoe in that show. Salt and show. pepper. What are you salt talking about? Kelly was a hoe. Kelly was a hoe. You can't you can't Kelly fuck got, your friend's brother, and then fuck some other guy, and then fuck someone else. She fucked Dylan, and then she fucked Brandon. That's like basically it. She would have fucked David if they weren't siblings, but. That's Ooh, another talk. it's 2017. They should have <laughs> fucked. Yeah, if it was on porn, I wonder if they have a Pornhub where, where like Kelly fucks David. <laughs> no, but apparently, straight up in real life, Shannon Doherty and Jason Priestley fuck. I really need a cigarette. Friend, seems to me if you can get through this without having a cigarette, you could probably get through anything. Yeah, they fucked on set. They he, did? Yeah, he he admitted that they fucked. Like, but this was like years later. And I always kind of got that vibe from them, like in the show where they would like be sitting next to each other and be like, oh, Brandon, how was your day? Oh, good. I'm are you like, talking about is... Jenny Garth or are you no, talking sorry, about Shannon Bren- Doherty? Brenda Shit. and Brandon. Brenda yeah. and Brandon. Girly Meg. This is the incest episode of Girly Meg. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Kelly was so judgmental on that show. Yeah. She was like the worst she kind of friend. Bitch. She would totally like turn around and talk shit and be judgmental about she everyone and everything. Lynn, when when Brenda went off, like, that's what I'm a- saying. Like she wasn't a good person. She didn't care about anyone but herself. And why? And that's why in the end she said, "I choose me." And that's why you know Shannon Doherty was never like that. Brenda was a good person, man. Okay. Okay. She was from a small town, Minneapolis, she was Minnesota. Take Brenda left, and she went to like Paris for a million years and fucked some French dude. And then her and and then Kelly and Dylan hooked up. They were broken up, and then she fucked Brandon, which is totally fine. Because Dylan was gone to Cabo for a million what years. What is going on? How do you breakdown. know all of this? I think he went we to Baja. Not he went to Baja. He found that his family were scammers and went to fucking fucked off to Baja for a year. And then she fucked Brandon. Like, Just so you know, James totally and I, blameless. two years ago, downloaded seasons one to five of 90210 and watched them back to back. So it's pretty fresh. Do they hold mind. up? Do they hold up? Fuck yeah, they do. Especially season uh, four and five. They were really well, good. That's good to I know. have to watch this again because I've lost. Oh, like, it's you've so lost good. Dude, I'm still sad about that guy. What's the guy? Blonde hair guy's name? Ian Zeering. No, the oh, other guy that does. Oh, ben oh, so Steph. Are you talking about the no, guy that committed Scott, suicide? No, Scott, Scott, Scott. Scott. Scotty. Scott. Scott. David's friend. No one Scott. even remembers fucking name. That was in season one. Guys. When that happened. Scott had to die so David could be cool. He was holding David back. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Let's be real. Like, that was the whole reason he did that thing. He had all the 
over. They like David. And he's like, hey, David, what's he playing with his gun? He I remember I remember that being like a really well-acted storyline, too. Yeah, it, it was good. Happened. Also, David's dad was such a womanizer. He dated Kelly's yeah. mom, yeah. and then he cheated on her. He yeah. was a dentist. He was Cracked doing all kinds of things. Anti-dentite. We've got an anti-dentite here. <laughs> You're a rabid anti-dentite. <laughs> hey, don't say shit about the Jews. Who is Jewish in that show? David, David Silver. Was, David and Gabriella and, Cartier. And, yeah, Andrea yeah, Zuckerman. Andrea was. Oh, yeah. Andrea. Mm. So at New Year's last year, it was uh, someone I had never met. A friend of a friend came over with their friend, and, and she just said, to, she looked at me and she said, has anyone ever told you you look like a celebrity? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, you look just like Andrea Zuckerman. <laughs> and, and since that day, that is what I get. Look, don't insult me like that, okay? Not now. It's fine. I used to get like handsome celebrities when I was younger. I used to get like, hey, you look like a young Brandon Fraser. <laughs> you look like a, you look like a Bam Margera got a lot. But what lately I got like for this girl come up to me at a bar and be like, you know, you look like. You look like a badger, badger from Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. That was so. You look like a drug dealer. <laughs> Tell us what are these stars of Nine Two One Zero up to right now? All right. Well, I'm glad you asked. I mean, is your name Brandon Walsh or Brandon Washed? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh snap! Two One Zero. Where the fuck are you now? I know exactly what Brandon Walsh is. So up to. basically, if you're a Nine Zero Two One Zero alumni, you are graded and your value is set. By your achievements in Dancing with the Stars, as we've already established that already, okay? So, i got to say, Ian Ziering, Jenny Garth, they both got the semifinals. Ian got knocked out in the first round. <laughs> Ian Ziering. How is, how is Dancing with the Stars the new friends on this podcast? <laughs> I hate it. So, Brandon of Beverly Hills, want to dance? <laughs> no. I don't like it either. I'm just saying these people are exceptionally good at dancing. Organized <laughs> ballroom dancing. Oh my god. Brandon Walsh violent. is now on a kids show, a Canadian kids show with Molly, I guess it's American, with Molly Ringwald as a couple and they're like they have like a bunch of kids. That's cute. It's called Raising Expectations. Mm. Priestley is also kind of a bad boy in real life. He got Booked for drunk driving in mm. 1999. Again? That's what he got booked for drunk driving in the show. <laughs> Shannon Doherty got uh, got booked for, she got a citation for misdemeanor battery by getting into a fight with a woman in the Roxbury. <laughs> There's <laughs> my girl! <laughs> Gabriella Carteris, Lauren Prusky lookalike, was on this real life with Vince Neil. Andrea Zuckerman liked our video of her getting hit by the car. She's desperate for a That's so awesome. Don't insult her. That's amazing. That's awesome that she did that. That's fucking awesome. I love her so much. That's a great episode. Yeah. And that's an iconic clip. And I love that she can find it hilarious as well. It's awesome. I wonder if Luke Perry's pig is still alive. I don't remember him having a pig. Yeah. He, he had a he pig on the show. No, he had a pig in real life. Oh, I he thought he had, had a pig a on the show. No, he had a big house. He's even hotter to me now, like, <laughs> now that there I you know go. he has a pig. Well, actually, ladies or gentlemen or whatever, he's single now. It's Ooh. just him and the pig. He is, a, he is aging very well. <laughs> I love him. Do you remember the scar that Luke Perry had on his forehead that was iconic? Uh, apparently, he got that from a bowling alley where he hit his head on a soda machine <laughs> and it went and he quotes scuff scuff boom 
Skavoom! You know what, man? You obviously got some kind of problem with me, don't you? Huh? Right now is your chance. Make your move. Come on. Dylan. Guys, I'm not gonna hit you, man. You're Guys. like a brother to me. I'm not gonna do it. You have to. So I don't have to, but if you feel like you want to hit me, why don't you go ahead? Right? I didn't know that was a scar. I thought it was just a giant wrinkle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Uh, you have three characters. What is it? Fuck, kill, or marry? Ooh, on 90210. Marry, kill, fuck. Fuck, marry, yeah, marry kill. kill, fuck. Out of all of them, or you should only pick three no, characters? No, you can pick anybody that's from the show. That's a great question. All can right. I go first? I would... I would... Oh, Jesus, so hard. That's okay. I Keep would fuck... I would fuck uh, uh, Va- uh, uh, Kelly from Saved by the Bell. I would... That's not Kelly from 90210. We're talking 90210. I know. She was in 90210. Val. She played Val. Oh, I would right, fuck okay. her. I would marry Shan Doherty. I, I'm a masochist. I like <laughs> I like to fight for the rest of my life. And I would kill, I guess, Nat. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't Nat. care. <laughs> oh, Nat from the beach rate? You kill Nat from the beach rate? <laughs> he is annoying. Stop judging us. I okay, I would fuck Shannon Doherty. I would fuck her. Good. And then I would marry Luke Perry and I would kill Andrea Zuckerberg. <laughs> I'd run over her dead body again and again and again. We love you, Gabriella. Shout out, Gabriella. I wouldn't do anything of the sort. I have to say, I would probably fuck Shannon just because, like, I did not want to get into a toxic relationship for the rest of my life. Hold <laughs> on, already there. Marry someone with issues like that. I would probably marry Donna. She seems really nice. Donna. She seems nice. <laughs> All right. Rich girl. And who I would kill. I got. I don't know. I probably. I probably end up killing Jenny Garth just because she's really. She's pretty vindictive. She's so. Rowie, why would you marry Andrea to make your parents happy? <laughs> Me and Rowie like aligned with that because I would kill Jenny Garth and I would marry either Donna or Shannon Doherty <laughs> just because I like. I fucking love Shannon Doherty. Yeah, she's fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Brenda. And Brenda. I would fucking kill Jason Breesley. Like I would. Kill oh, him. I need to die. I would kill him. I no. would. Kill Hell, Brendan Walsh. <laughs> he just seemed like he seemed like the quintessential nice guy that I don't like, and it's because he's Canadian. <laughs> probably, yeah, he's just a nice Canadian boy. Yeah, he's like one of those nice guys that like judges you if you do something bad. Hey, man, I'm not judging you, man. Or I would kill their fucking dad, Jim. Jim <laughs> yeah, Walsh. I love Jim. I would Jim was kill amazing. What? I would marry Dylan's wife. I forget her her name. Rebecca Gay Hart played her because she was from a mafioso family in season five. She killed someone in real life. She yeah. killed someone. Yeah, she killed in somebody a car. in real life. Well, I'm just talking about the show because I'd be protected by the mafioso. So I'd marry Rebecca Gay Hart. I would fuck uh, David Silver because I found uh, him attractive. Wow. Ew, why? No, he was He'd be constantly hitting the face with that big gold, silver chain. <laughs> boom, boom, he like do all kinds of like moves. I feel like he has like sex moves. He'd be like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Yeah, he comes fast. Oh my God. Donna, I can explain. There's nothing to explain. I understand. I understand everything. Donna. Donna, Donna, wait. Come on. Put off the red nose reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. Uh, what? And if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Red Riders! All of the other reindeer. <laughs> used to laugh and call him names. Oh, come on. And now they're in poor Rudolph. Joining any reindeer games. <laughs> then one foggy Christmas Eve. <laughs> I never wanted to stop. <laughs> I, I just want to do this right. whole segment. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. That's DMX 
Christmas, guys. The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Ra- by yeah. DMX. Yeah. They play that every year when my family goes to the church. We just come <laughs> in and we just play that. Yeah, take out from Mariah Carey, put in DMX. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yikes. So that's leading into our Merry Quizmas. We've got a Christmas quiz here. I'm going to read some questions and see what you guys know about Christmas. Now, we have to have some context that we're directing this towards the people who aren't from a traditional Christmas background. The heathen. Clearly someone <laughs> named Young Manischewitz knows lots about Christmas. And Dee was you. selected because she is the Heart of Darkness Catholic Mortimer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she knows the most. Okay, number one, Santa Claus was originally A, a Mother Goose character, B, a real person, or C, a figure of speech? C, a real person. <laughs> what? I still believe Can in you Santa read Claus. the question again? I'm so done. Oh, the, we got one Jew down, one Jew down, <laughs> one more to go. Jew out. Santa Claus was originally A, a Mother Goose character, B, a real person, or C, a figure of speech? Coca-Cola. What? I don't even know where you went with that. I get it, but <laughs> I, I get don't it. Know. They they did the they did the they modernization Santa. of Santa. Oh, oh, okay. what's he oh, based right, right. on? What's the Saint character Nick. based on? A person, Saint Nick. Yep, that's right. I got oh, it. Oh, oh, Andrea, Andrea got it first, and then but no, that's good. Put some cranberry sauce on my bagel. Let's Santa do this. Claus, Santa Claus, also known as Saint Nicholas, was a bishop in the fourth century. He became a patron saint because of his kindness. All right, number two. How many miles of paper do Americans use to wrap Christmas gifts each year? I think fuck that question. That's a, that's just a wild guess. Yeah, it is a wild guess. Let's see. Uh, how many miles? Hold on. Is there is there anything there? Is no, a wild no, guess. no, it's, no, it's a wild like, guess. Yeah. It's a wild guess. By the way, it's it's uh, don't go over. So I'm going by uh, by what's that show called? Price, Price is right. right rules. One I'm going mile. one yard. <laughs> a one yard. I'm going uh what. Uh, 900,000 miles. I'm going 901,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 888,888 miles. Barling, you're the bidder. $1, boy. $1 it is. Okay, the answer is 320,000 miles of wrapping paper costing a mere $500 million. I won! <laughs> you did the one yes. One yard, James. You did the $1 thing. You did the one. That's such right a thing. puss move, I man. I did, though. I won, though. <laughs> I hated people that, who that, just that, were that, like, that. $1. And then they get to play fucking Plinko. You don't deserve to play Plinko. You won on one mile. All right, James. Ugh, Stop showing off. Number three. On Christmas Day, 1776, A, Betsy Ross finished the American flag, B, Ben Franklin discovered electricity, or C, Washington crossed the Delaware. Oh, Jesus was born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Washington crossed the Delaware. I'm going to go with, I don't give a shit. <laughs> American history, folks. Dude, if it's electricity, I'm going to become a Christian. <laughs> All right. On December 25th, 1776, George Washington crossed the Delaware Whoa! River and changed the course of the Revolutionary War. Yeah. There you go. Two points for me. See, guys? One man crosses a bridge and changes the course of history. It would have been good if he, if he walked into the river and he changed the course of the river. There was that, no would that would have been cool if he turned it from water to wine. That would have been fucking cool. There's that if he famous, parted it. There's that famous painting of, of Washington crossing out where he's standing. Yeah. And they don't keep everyone being like, hey, Washington, sit the fuck down. You're rocking the boat. <laughs> 
All right, next question. Santa Claus was Where once pictured on A, legal currency, B, the White House stationery, C, America's most wanted. <laughs> Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with stationery. Uh, I'm going to go with America's most wanted. Season's greetings from Washington, D.C. I'm John Walsh, and welcome to a special holiday edition of America's Most Wanted. Before the Civil War, Santa Claus was pictured on bank-issued currency, oh. including a $3 bill. A $3, $3 bill. $3 bill? Yeah, sayonara, Santa. Wow. <laughs> on actual money? On money. What's the inflation on that? <laughs> that seems like something like really evil consumerists would do. Just one more fucking evil white person on goddamn bill. <laughs> yeah. Like putting white Santa man. on the bill. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no. Women can't get even get on and they got men that don't even exist <laughs> that are on their fucking dollars. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of a woman, yeah, let's just put some made-up guy. Who cares? Sacagawea on the bell. All right. According to an old English superstition, being born on Christmas meant you'd A, be beautiful and wealthy, B, marry royalty, or C, never be drowned or hanged. (laughs) You have a shitty-ass birthday, basically. That's your destiny. Yeah, you don't get a lot of gifts. I'm going to go with wealthy and beautiful. Let's go with wealthy and beautiful because you have to hustle harder. I feel like you get less presents. So you're like, fuck this. I'm going to get shit for myself. What did you say, Lauren? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever Roey said. Right. Being born on Christmas <laughs> yes, meant on, that you would never, never be drowned or hanged. What? Yeah. However, in Poland, it was feared you could possibly turn out to be a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like how many how many mothers and fathers on, like, Boxing Day, they take their newborn baby to the pool and just oh, fucking throw him in. Whatever. It's cool. He's never going to drown. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, when was de- when was December twenty fifth officially declared Christmas? A six BC, B A D three fifty, or C eighteen twelve? Eighteen twelve. It's three fifty because I looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was eighteen twelve. Ross Perot made it. <laughs> Christmas. Around A D three fifty, the Roman Church declared that Christmas would officially be t- December twenty fifth. By the way, after that, Ooh. it got banned because everyone got drunk before it got all held. Before it got like all friendly and like Christmassy, it was just like everyone getting drunk. Uh, I don't see what's changed. Yeah, it's uh, the same changed. in most people's houses. <laughs> this is a good one. What two states have towns named Christmas? Pennsylvania. Okay, that's Vermont. that's one state. And North Carolina. Uh, I'm going to say Ohio and Florida. Minnesota. I'm going to say Illinois and Texas. Uh, you got one, so it's Florida Damn. and Michigan. Damn uh, it. One point. I'm winning here, the least Catholic of everybody. Sorry, but we're all losing. <laughs> oh, Andrea is the least Catholic. <laughs> we're all a little dumber right now <laughs> by taking this quiz. Christmas um, Florida was just made up, though, by like people who were pissed that they didn't have snow on Christmas. They were like, and yeah, they got to decorate they palm trees. whole town Christmas. Damn Pullum. It. In what movie did Bing Crosby sing White Christmas? A, Holiday Inn, B, White Christmas, or C, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? (laughs) What the fuck? Wow, White Christmas is one of the answers? I'm going to go with... This is a trick one. I'm going to go with uh, the (laughs) Will... Two of them are right. Ferris Bueller. I'm going to go with Ferris Bueller. I'm going to go with some Nazi bullshit. On the float, didn't he sing something like that? I made that up. <laughs> Why would Bing Crosby be in that Crosby. movie? Would do? He, he would because do there was floats. a Christmas parade. 
And there could have been an opportunity for a celebrity a to sing on a float. So 1980 is when you think White Christmas came out. By there's, she Crosby. said there's two answers. She two said answers. two are it's correct. There's two that are correct. Oh, shit. All right, it's hard to hear other people sometimes over your own voice when you're James <laughs> Holler. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bing Crosby sang White Christmas in both Holiday Inn and White Christmas. Oh! One of those was a giveaway. Oh. Yeah. Oh, great. Another Jew down, I guess. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. Who was the first president to set up a Christmas tree in the White House? Obama. <laughs> JFK. Uh, FDR. Oh, Jesus. You're way too late. I'm going to say Mil- Milmord Fillmore. Or <laughs> Our 14th president, Franklin Pierce. I uh, don't know who that is. I, I got one of them right. FDR, Franklin. Yes. I was pretty close I with Milmord Fillmore. <laughs> All right, last one. By any chance, was he a white male? <laughs> <laughs> when was it illegal to observe Christmas? A.D. 700 in Rome, 1644 in England, or 1919 in the United States? 1919. Uh, I already looked this up, and it's the 16 James. in England because they ever got too drunk. So James cheated, and <laughs> it, is 19, is it is 1644, the English Puritans passed a law forbidding the celebration of Christmas, it was also illegal to make plum pudding or mince pie. What? It, well, this is before when you gave your kids presents. Back then, you drank like a bunch of gin, then you punched your kid in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> oh, my God. That's still probably the case for a lot of people. Merry Christmas! <laughs> it's been an amazing year, and I just want to say how much I love you guys. Yeah, and this has been Girly so Mags fun. has been doing this since April. Uh, when we did the April of 97 issue and we got right. all the way to the 90s, all the way to the 2000s. Yeah. It's been 14 and back incredible again. episodes. This has been an awesome year for Girly Mags. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I feel like this has been like one of the happiest things I've done this year. It's like really lent to my mental health. I feel really happy whenever I'm here. <laughs> I just want to say as well, just thanks. Thanks to everybody um, for listening. You guys have made me really get in touch with my inner 12-year-old girl, which you know was lost to me for a while. That's right. That's right. Please continue to send us all of your embarrassing moments and all your yes. say anything and, and ask anything moments. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, however you guys celebrate. Um, or if you don't celebrate at all, I hope that they go by fast for you. And um, if you do celebrate, I hope they're happy. Yeah, have a happy holiday and a happy new year. And if you get really bored, you can re-listen to all 14 episodes. <laughs> Get a clue. Get a job. Get a haircut. Get some hair. Have some respect. Merry Christmas, motherfucker.